Welcome to another episode of Go Girl, because women are powerful with your host, Ashley Caprice. Thank you so much for subscribing and for sharing and rating. I really appreciate it. On this podcast, we focus on affirmations, motivation, and girl talk. Today's guest is all about women empowerment and health and wellness. We'll talk to her after this I Am Affirmation. Girls, we run this mother. Today's affirmation is, I am grateful. Now let's say it together. I am grateful. Now, first of all, my mom was talking to me yesterday about some affirmations and she said a few and I'm like, wait a minute. I cannot believe I haven't said I am grateful because that's something I say all day, every day, maybe because it's, it's so common for me that I forgot to share it with you. Every single morning when I wake up, I'm like, Ooh, I'm grateful for another day. Like that's one of the very first things I always say, you know, I pray every morning, every night and both times I'm talking to God about how grateful I am. So I can't believe I never said this to you, but that's one of my main affirmations. Even when I get in my car, you would think it's my first time ever driving my car. I'm like, hi, car. How you doing? I'm so grateful for you. Yes. Yes, I do. I toss my, my car like it's a baby. <laughs> it's my baby. Okay. So it gets me everywhere I need to go. So hello. I love it. And I'm grateful for it. Also, I am grateful for my family and my friends. And be grateful for all the good times with your family. I know on holidays for a minute um so with my family okay my mom and dad they've been separated since I was four years old so as I got older and during the holidays it started getting a little confusing like where do I go do I go to my mom's house do I go to my dad's house and it really started to make me feel some type of way that I would choose and you know like oh I was at my mom's house for Thanksgiving so I go to my dad's house for Christmas until I realized and changed my perspective like First of all, be grateful that I have both my parents in my life and I'm grateful that um, they do want to spend time with me. So once you change your perspective towards things, then your energy will also change towards that. And you look at it in a totally different way, in a more positive light. And be grateful for those who have good energy and speak life into you and tell you, girl, you can do it. You know, get you those friends who who push you further and challenge you to do better and do more. And also be grateful for the friends who are no longer in your life. Maybe they moved out the way and now you're able to invite better friends into your circle. Be grateful for the past because it shaped who you are. You know, whatever you went through, some things you know you could have done without, but you might be a lot better because of it. If you didn't go through it, you might still be naive with certain things. You might welcome some people in your life that don't belong there. But now you're like, ah, this feels familiar. So I'm grateful for that past experience because I ain't going through this again. You know, just learn from it. And maybe you're just grateful because you woke up today. So with everything in life, be grateful. I was telling my mom this weekend. Okay, so I went hiking, Runyon Canyon, which is not easy. If you're not from L.A. or even if you're in L.A., you know, it's not that easy. So... (laughs) 
I hiked the trail, and the next day, with a, well, for like three days, I was sore. All right? My legs, my glutes, my butt, all that. I was sore. And I was telling my mom, you know what? I need to be more grateful when I feel good because when my legs was working just fine and I wasn't walking around here, you know, bent over because my legs are so sore now, I should have appreciated and been more grateful when I felt good because now I'm sore and I hate it. Even when you're sick, you know, like the last few days, you're like, oh, my God, I took it for granted when I wasn't coughing and I wasn't sniffing and all this stuff. And then when you feel better, you're so grateful again. Like, oh, my God, thank you. I would never take it for granted that I feel healthy again until you get sick again. So just be grateful for every single moment, for feeling healthy, being healthy. Just be grateful for all of it, all right? So let's say it again. Today's affirmation, I am grateful. Now, a woman that I'm grateful for started a fantastic movement all about women in empowerment. We'll have some girl talk with her next. Right now, we are having some girl talk, and I'm so happy to have founder of the Hundreds Unit, Miss Vanisha James, on a line. How are you? Good, honey. Hey. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Now, let me tell you. Okay, so I moved to Sacramento, and um, I was trying to get some friends and stuff. So I started dancing and doing Zumba, and one of my friends Mm -hmm. said, hey, you know, Um, There's some ladies, they're going to perform at the Sacramento Kings game. You should join me. And this was Kristen. And so, yes, I was like, all right. So I went and I just fell in love and performed at a couple of Sacramento Kings games with these gorgeous group of women called the Hundreds Unit. And Venetia, tell me all about it. How did this get started? This got started because, um, you know, my, I am a, I'm a professional dancer and also a, a fitness professional myself. And, you know, I was teaching classes pretty consistently. And I noticed that um, in addition to me working out on my own, which would be the times that I would lift weights, for example, I noticed there was a distinct difference. So in my classes, uh, you would see a lot of the women um, active in those classes, but when it came to my workout, my my um, workout session, mm-hmm. I would notice there were very few women um, who would actually be lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Um, they were either very few women, or I was the only black woman. Hmm. And in general, even speaking, just active physically, period, very few women or the only black woman. And so then I just started asking questions about it. I thought, let me just pay a little bit more attention to this. And I started really looking at my classes. I also did a survey. I started asking questions. Um, and, And then I even did a little research to find out, well, because really what I was trying to see is if my personal experience was consistently and um, statistically true. Mm -hmm. And after doing the research, I did find that it actually was that, you know, 50 women work out at a rate of 50% less than men. Right. Um, And, and I think the, the, the statistics have changed slightly in that, you know, you see more women active because of the different genres of, of physical activities mm-hmm. that they have now. But 
you know, two years ago when I was doing this research, this is what I found pretty consistent. Mm -hmm. And so then I thought, well, what is it? After asking questions, after doing um, my research, one of the things that was stated that was consistent, regardless of your status, um, economically speaking or um, educationally or, you know, regardless of what your ethnicity is, Mm -hmm. the very common, consistent complaint was that it was time. They didn't have enough time. Hmm. And then there were all these other reasons that, um, you know, fell underneath that, that being the first. And then I thought, okay, and then also just not knowing one of the other reasons was not really knowing what to do. Right. Um, Or, you know, believing that if you lift weights, you're going to look like a man. Um, Just a lot of those types of things that kept women from really being um, dedicated to, you know, their to their health and wellness, mm-hmm. physically speaking. So um, I thought, well, what if, you know, I came up with something that didn't take their time completely away from them, so they were still able to be the mothers that they are, and you know, and 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 still do everything that else they're doing, and but also have fun because you know, mm-hmm. okay, let's say you did have the time to do it. A lot of them weren't consistent, right. you know, and dedicated to that. So how do we keep them consistent and dedicated? And how do we um, get the, you know, how do we make it fun? Mm-hmm. Because that's a, that's another part of it. And, and how do, you know, and a lot of them were, you know, the thing, too, was their economical um, status. Can they afford a gym and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So long story short, I thought, what if we um, had something that were, were in session that, during these six to eight week sessions, um, we came together as a network um, of women empowering each other um, all on one accord where we could meet once a week, um, learn material, and also uh, secure an event that they're typically, they would typically attend anyway, right. or that they would like to be a part, just be there anyway with their friends and their family. And what if they got to perform at this event? Mm-hmm. So essentially, they would be they would work towards this event, performing at to, uh, performing at the event, but this whole working toward the event is essentially keeping them fit mm-hmm. because it means that you're working out. Because our sessions are three-hour sessions. The Girl. first session, mm-hmm. we um, have Dante Moore, who is a fitness professional uh, here in Sacramento as well, and he would um, essentially teach the women, you know, how to use the weights. And pretty much educate the women on, you know, training their bodies and, and toning their bodies mm-hmm. in that way. Him for an hour, and then the last few hours is really hardcore cardio where you're really learning the choreography, but the choreography itself works you out. Yeah. And so we would do this for six weeks, once a week, and then we would have two other rehearsals during the week um, designed to review the material that we learned at our three-hour sessions on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It would turn out to be three times a week you'd be getting um, a, a good workout, which yeah. is really where you want to be. You want to be working out three to four times a week to really get the results. And so what we've done is design the program to where it inspires one to stay dedicated because, one, they know that they have a performance at the end of six weeks, Mm -hmm. but you also have all these other women that you're going to be performing with and essentially working out with, so that keeps 
you motivated as well. So then you get your results, you build relationships, you get to network, you're empowered, and then at the end of this six-week session, then you also have your results. And what happens, though, is so we don't have this thing to where um, it's indefinitely. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, okay, you just work out all the time. No, it's you are working out uh, at, at the time, but there's an ending point. So in the minds of the people who register for our unit, you know there's an end to it. So you can plan mentally, mentally, right, right. for this end. But then we, we will have another unit starting. So then, you know, if you want to join another unit, which many of the women do, they just join the next unit, which is typically another genre, um, different music, different dance style and a different event. So then it keeps you motivated yep. because it's really the same thing, but it's different. Yep. So that's the mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it all because you were working out yourself and you decided you, you saw a need. You researched first instead of just starting something like, oh, I'm going to just do this. You researched first um, mm -hmm. and you had a fun aspect to it, which I think is essential because I don't like mm -hmm. working out. Like, I'm that one. So I love dancing, though. And when I dance, I don't feel like I'm working out, but I am. You know, I'm burning the, right. the fat and everything. And I'm getting in shape while I'm having a good time. And to have a good time with other women too and we're all holding each other accountable like mm -hmm. it's so good just to be at the practices and just to see because I'm very observant so I'll see sometimes women in the beginning who uh, they, they look at the the choreography and they feel like oh my gosh I'm not going to be able They're to do like, this Hell no. right <laughs> and then the other women in the class were like no 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 you're going to get this, you know, and we'll we can pull right. them to the side and help them out a little bit. But the end result, when the woman mm -hmm. who thought she couldn't do it and she did that anyway, and she feels mm -hmm. so good about herself. Like, so it's not just working out and feeling good on the mm -hmm. outside and it's very mental. And what I love that you do in your classes as well is. At the end, you know, you'll speak some words of encouragement and some life mm -hmm. into these ladies and talk about that aspect of it all, not just the physical, the outside of it all. Like, talk about being in the right mindset of mm -hmm. of just being active and fit and, and taking um, just some dance classes or hundreds unit. Yes, it is very essential. What you believe is, is exactly what you will practice. Mm-hmm. So what 100s Unit does as well is it offers a platform to build women's confidence, to let them know and remind them that right where you are, you are to embrace that. We all have areas of improvement. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's always a place that, you know, we can fine-tune. But what we as 100s Unit believe is that right where you are, is, is you have to embrace that place um, and then you and then you work to be better than who you were yesterday. That's one right. of the things we always we always um, preach is that you're not to compare yourself to anyone in that you're, you're around because we all naturally do that mm -hmm. but you're, 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 you want to be inspired if anything but you don't want to compare yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, to another person because you'll never be that other person. 
But when you compare yourself to who you were yesterday, then you can build upon that. Right. Then essentially you're holding yourself accountable, right? And and it and it's it's possible. When I start comparing myself to other people, it's impossible to become that because I will essentially never be them. Right. So the the mental aspect of it is very, very, very important. You have to embrace right where you are to really um, and build upon that, you know, because a lot of, a lot of times um, we believe something and it's not even true yeah. or that that we believe of ourselves, no one else sees. Right. You know, so it's you, sometimes you just have to tell yourself something. You have to force yourself to believe what you don't believe so that you can you you feel inspired enough to continue. Because if you tell yourself you can't, if you tell yourself I'm not I'm too big or I'm too slow or I'm you know, I'm not in shape enough, guess what that does? It kills your inspiration and it keeps you stagnated so that you don't even try. And I have had times in my life, um, you know, I haven't always been confident. I, I haven't always felt the way I feel about myself now, but I have learned. Yeah. Um, I've learned that that I have to believe in myself. Um, one of the things is that I'm completely unapologetic about is that I am Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, I love God. He is who defines me. And 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 that for me, I, I always begin with that and I and I believe that. There's no one who can tell me I am not all that. Mm-hmm. Because God okay. says I'm 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 made in his image and he's perfect. Right. And though even though I'm imperfect, I am always striving for for, for perfection. And if I if I believe that I am all that. Guess what? You're I am going to behave in that way. Mm-hmm. There's going to be things I'm going to go for that I would never, that I might not necessarily try because, you know, because I don't believe that I deserve it or I don't believe that I can or I don't believe, you know, that it's it's supposed to be for me. Mm-hmm. But it's about changing your mindset. Even if you don't believe it, you've got you've to, gotta, you know, like, for example, when I get up, I don't always feel like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. But sometimes what I have to do to inspire myself to go to the gym, because I know at the end of that process, I am going to feel good about myself. I'm going to be encouraged, and it's going to go towards the results that I want. It's as simple as me putting on a cute gym outfit. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes you gotta you got to inspire yourself. Sometimes you got to get up and put on that cute outfit, because guess what? If you feel cute, then all of a sudden, girl, you get in that gym, and then you feel inspired to get make through that, um, make it through that workout. And and it seems silly, but I'm telling you, simple things like that work. Sometimes it's just as simple as putting makeup on. Yep. If you put makeup on, all of a sudden, you know, you 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 feel a a, a little differently about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying at all that you need makeup to feel good about yourself. But I'm saying sometimes those type of things you need to do for yourself in order to inspire yourself to stay focused and to stay um, committed to whatever your goals are. Yep. 
always say, when you look good, you feel good. Because it's so true. You know? Yes. (laughs) You know? Like, put on a little lipstick or something. Girl, I put on some lip. I'm not seeing anyone today at the studio. But I was like, you know what? Let me put on a little lipstick. Because, you know, now I'm like. It changes your attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your attitude is what matters most for any industry, Mm -hmm. for anything, just for life. Like, your attitude matters most. And I love that you said um, you know, you're made in God's image and that, mm-hmm. you know, you strive to be better and you just believe in yourself. I, I do. I am mm-hmm. affirmations before every or on every episode of my podcast because I believe, you know, say your I am affirmations every single morning, even if you don't believe whatever it is yeah. you're saying, say it to, until you do believe it, you know, mm-hmm. and then you can move on to a whole nother affirmation. You know, you just have to believe in yourself. Before others believe in you, that's what that's yes. what builds confidence. You know, if you yep. believe in yourself, another person will be like, you know what, she's fly because you believe you're and fly. I believe you too. I believe you. I believe. Right. You. And you know, one of the things I always tell my students is, if you don't believe in you, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to believe in you? Right. If you believe you, then I believe you. If 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 you walk with confidence, guess what? I'm less likely to try to rip you down. Mm-hmm. But if you walk with your head down, you almost leave yourself open to people want, feeling like they can mm-hmm. put you down. Right. You know, it is important how you walk, how you talk, however you feel about yourself is going to come out. Yep. And if you don't believe, whatever you don't believe, if you don't believe something about yourself, the world will tell you who you are mm-hmm. they will define you if you don't define yourself yes. and that's why for me i start with god he's already defined me the world can tell me not a thing you can tell me whatever you want but it's not going to stick mm-hmm. not at this point in my life i've decided that god has already defined me he's made me in his image and i can do all things through him amen so it's it's still a it's not it's not easy it's not easy but you have to um, decide you have to make a decision that this is what you want and you have to operate accordingly so if you walk in that confidence people are less likely to tell you otherwise mm-hmm. and and you're less likely even when someone tells you no which you'll get more no's in life than you'll get yeses Absolutely. but those no's are not going to stop your game you're, those no's are not going to keep you from um, working towards accomplishing your goals. You got to still go. Because for Vanessa, you have to tell me no. I, girl, you know how many times I have gone for something that in my heart I really felt I was, was like really outside, way outside of my, my lane. Mm-hmm. But, girl, I went for it and I got it. Like, there's so many times that the world has said that I was not. I was not supposed to have something that I actually accomplished getting because I tried, mm-hmm. right? So you have you have to try, you have to go for it, you have to believe in yourself, and let them tell you no. Right. But it's never going to be because you didn't try, you didn't go for it, and right. you didn't believe in yourself enough to try to obtain whatever it is that you want. That's what I tell people all the time: at least try. That's it. Yes. And if that's a no. So what? Maybe God has something bigger and better for you over here then, you know, like, 
And if that's a no, then that's mm-hmm. not for you. That's for someone else. Right. It's okay. <laughs> right. But keep going and keep trying because only you know your vision. Speaking of, mm-hmm. did you did you see this when you were starting uh, Hundreds of Units? Did you see this vision that it would be as big as it is now? Absolutely not. So the way God, this is like the second time that God has given me a, well, no, the third, that God has given me a vision um, in its completion. So what I have found with me is that God will give me this huge vision in its completion, and then um, he'll give me pieces to the puzzle to work towards that vision. Mm. But I didn't see it morphing in the way it has already in the two years of our existence, just over two years, um, our first performance was January 4th of 2016. Mm -hmm. And so I did not see it in the way it it is, is operating at this point. No. In fact, when I first began it, it was more of an idea of it was just an occasion thing. It was an occasional thing. So it was going to be, we were going to do one event and maybe we're going to do two events, but then we got such a great response that when we first started, we actually ended up starting with three events and literally we haven't stopped since. We know our first event was, we had two events with Sacramento Kings. And then by the end of that season, we had ended up doing four events for the Sacramento Kings, four halftime games, because even the, the Sacramento Kings was so impressed yeah. by not only our our product and our presentation, but our numbers. Mm-hmm. So they invited us back to two more games. So we actually did four Kings game our first season. Wow! And so that morphed into um, you know all these other events that we do. We are literally affiliated with every sporting event here in Sacramento. So um, in addition to the Kings, the Sacramento Kings, we are also with Sacramento Republic, which is professional soccer. Mm-hmm. We're also with the Libertats, which is baseball. And, um, you know, we're, we're with V101. Mm-hmm. Also, they do um, a lot of the local concerts. We've done several affairs, Thunder Valley, as you know. Mm-hmm. We also have done um, Golden One Center concerts with them, and we're about to actually get ready for what would be our third concert with them this April 12th at Golden One Center here in Sacramento. So, in no, <laughs> we did not think it was going to look the way it does now and where I believe it's going. Um, it's been amazing um, how much our territory has actually been expanded in the two years of our existence. But what a blessing and um, an honor Mm-hmm. It is to be over such a movement, girl. Um, because that's what it, it really is. What it is is a movement, totally. And if you've never seen these ladies, it's just magical. It's because talk about the women—they're different races <gasps> and sizes and everything. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Well, let me okay. just let me just say though, when I uh, was practicing for one of the events my mom came up there and she was inspired she just wanted to jump in and start learning because she saw some women that looked like her you know her age group and everything Mm -hmm. out there doing their best 
and performing mm-hmm. at these major events. So she was inspired by that, you know. And um, so talk to me about that, some of the ladies of, of Hunter's and, Unit. Yes, and that is the point, is that what makes uh, Hunter's Unit unique is that we represent every woman. We are, like you said, every size, mm-hmm. every state, every ethnicity, every level of ability, and even age over 20. We have... Um, a woman in, in, well, first of all, we have several women who are definitely well over their 50s. Mm-hmm. And we've had one woman in particularly, her name is Linda McElroy, and she is 70. She's over 70 now. Over so 70. She did quite a few of our events. Look at her, you would never know she's 70 because, first of all, she doesn't look it physically, but second of all, the way she moves, mm-hmm. it really, um, it really does say something about age being just the number. It's what you make of it. And, it's again, if you allow people to define you by your age, that's what you will define yourself by your age, and you will operate accordingly. Right. Age is literally nothing but a number. What makes the unit so beautiful, too, is that we, because of all of what I just mentioned, we're very it represents how diverse we are. I mean, we have women that are definitely full sex good women that move in a way that society says they cannot mm-hmm. or it's inappropriate to for their size. We also have every ethnicity that works together. It's just, you know, another thing that a lot of times you'll, you'll see or you'll, you'll hear is that somehow we're too different to work together. But actually our differences are what make us stronger and what make us beautiful. Like, there's no way that America would be what it is if we weren't as diverse as we are. Right. Like, the, we need to really um, celebrate our differences instead of, you know, look at it as though it's a hindrance. Right. It's a benefit. I love Lucy's more because I have friends yeah. of all backgrounds, of all ethnicities, of all shapes, sizes, et cetera. It is, it, it, it builds me. Mm-hmm. And and when you know racism and oppression and um, stereotypes and all that kind of stuff, it only takes it only keeps us um, stagnated. And and that's what I love about the unit is even I have um, obtained so many more beautiful relationships that I honestly thought that I wasn't going to gain any more friends. I figured you know I had all my friends. Yeah. Uh, you know at this mm-hmm. point in my life that I'm good with who I have, but. I didn't know that I could still actually gain really, really, really good friends. Like, even some best friends now Mm -hmm. um, through the unit. That's awesome. Connections, right? Connections. Like, honey, I have so many more connections now. Like, I don't know what it is I can't do or can't have. But who is a woman that represents that Mm -hmm. in our unit? (laughs) <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> because we're yeah. all doing different things. I know um, mm-hmm. you had, I remember there was one time where you highlighted the women in media in your your unit yes. for a photo shoot and stuff. Yeah, so it was like, oh, oh, dang, hey, girl. And then so we were able to connect and stuff and, you know, start. it's a good network of women. because it. You know, you get to network with other women, other like-minded women. And right. I do like that you highlight certain women. I know you said that um, 
there might be some women who society might not think they should dance a certain way or that they can't dance a certain mm-hmm. way. And you highlight those women on stage and they get it. They get down. And I'm like, okay, get it, girl. You know, and so I love that you highlight um, the woman instead of the one that looks like the the typical dancer. Uh, absolutely. You know, and that's because important. It, it is imperative that we do that. When yeah. We have the platform to be able to um, celebrate people. It's important because it helps change mindset. Yes. If I always see skinny women in shape, quote unquote, in shape, doing certain dances or being um, presented on certain platforms, and all of a sudden I believe that that's, it's only for that type of person. Mm-hmm. But if I all of a sudden see that there's a full-figured woman, or I see that there's a 70-year-old woman, and they're doing what the quote-unquote professional, small, you know, toned woman is doing, right. then all of a sudden if I see that, then then I know that it's possible. And that is what society does. That's how society takes the mentality and the mindset of those people um, in it because there's it's through the media, it's through whatever um, uh, whatever we constantly see, or all the messages, the mm-hmm. subliminal messages, whether it be on radio, whether it be on TV, whether it be um, in concerts or performance or whatever, if I constantly see or hear certain things, then I begin to believe that. Right. Yeah. I say all that to say, I purposely, I intend, I'm intentional about what the things that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, let me tell you what, something else. I, as a black woman, am not supposed to be doing this. Hmm. If I left this out to society to tell me that, right? Right. I am not supposed to be leading in this capacity. Uh, in uh, Maybe I'm supposed to be leading only black women, in this capacity, I'm not supposed to be in shape. I'm not supposed to be intelligent. I'm not supposed to be eloquent, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to be able to lead a movement that incorporates women of different races, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's some Oprah stuff that you don't see. Okay. It's not supposed to happen. No, no, no. It's not that it can't happen. It's not that it's not normal to happen. It's just that it hasn't been embraced mm-hmm. and it's not practiced and people aren't given this, those, those type of opportunities. Let me tell you, I've made this opportunity for myself. That's why it's happened. Yep. And because of that, it is, it says something. It's showing something different. It's a different example. And I told God that whenever he expands my, my territory, that not only would I give him the glory, but I would speak the truth. And in speaking the truth, that means I'm also going to celebrate the differences that God created. Absolutely. And and every last one of us, regardless of whether you want to acknowledge or not, were created by God. And because of that, you are you matter and you're important and you're necessary. And because of that, I will always celebrate those differences. Mm-hmm. There's beauty in our differences, and they absolutely should be placed on platforms for the world to see. I love it. And you are very intentional. You even say that at every rehearsal, like, everything I do is intentional. If we 
do a certain move on a certain beat. I mean, I remember the last one that I was involved with was a Black History Month performance. And this was shortly after Kaepernick kneeled. (laughs) Girl, we were all in the Golden One Center on our knees, fist in the air, all on beat to a Kendrick Lamar song. Mm -hmm. And after that to say, I'm black and I'm proud. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Everything (laughs) you do is intentional. And it's it might look like a risk, but to me, I don't feel like you're taking risk. I feel like no, this is what's supposed to happen. This is what I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. it's just it's totally fine. And everyone else who's watching us would stand, would give us a standing ovation, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like always a powerful performance. So it's not that it's just fun and you're getting yeah. fit. Like you're also spreading messages through your performances. And I love that. You know, God has created me bold, honey. Okay. You know, I'm going to tell you, I I do take risks. I do take risks. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, some of what I do, it's a jump. You got to just jump. You got to fly. You got to try it. Right. You got to, you got to, you got to be okay with being told no. You you have to be okay with, with even being talked about, you know, you mm-hmm. have to be okay. But, but what if, because well, what if you try it? Mm-hmm. And it really absolutely works, which okay. that's what we did. We tried it and it worked. Mm-hmm. And so it's very uncomfortable a lot of times when you're doing things for the first time or when you stand alone, but it's worth it. There's always somebody who has to be the per- first person to make that change. It takes, you know what I mean? It, take, it takes a person to do that. And so you just have to be ready, willing to take that. And, and it's okay. You know what I mean? It is okay. And it's, it's not always comfortable, mm-hmm. but when you do it, when you when you and obtain it, and it's just so fulfilling and it's so worth it. Oh, I'm happy for you! You created your own opportunities, and even like you said a little earlier that you know a black woman isn't supposed to do this. Is it because I do feel like sometimes with black women, when we do something, it should be oh, we should just do it just for our sisters. So I like that you opened it up for all women. You know, like. For our all of our sisters, you know, not just our black mm-hmm. women. And then I love it too because we've <laughs> you and I have had this conversation before. A lot of black women don't work out and a lot of times it is because of our hair. Like something as right. small as our hair could hold us back from working out. Can you touch on that just a little bit? Because Absolutely. That's that was a actually huge thing. the number one um when I did my research about a little, almost three years ago now, um, two and a half years ago or so, um, that was actually the number one reason for black women yep. um, was our hair, why we don't work out as much, why we're not as committed to that workout regimen because it's real. However, it has changed, and the reason it's changed because we are because we are going natural. Right. I would like to say a good majority of us are natural mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. We're doing natural style. Um, many of us have actually done the transition, which um, we call the big chop, where we're, where, you know, cutting off all the chemically altered hair. I'm actually also a natural hair care specialist. Okay. So Let, was, let me just I say she did, natural, some, she did some bomb sorry? twist on me before. Just <laughs> let them know. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so. So I'm I am for um, absolutely embracing 100% of who you are. Now I'm not saying that 
I'm against, you know, um, fake hair and, and or weaves or whatever. I did that too. But I think I'm, I'm, I only think it's a problem if you think you have to do it and it's necessary right. to do it. But I don't think it's a problem if you just want to change and you want to be straight one day. I don't think it's a problem. Now, as a natural hair care specialist, I think it's, well, not think. I'm going to tell you it's, it's just better not to alter your hair because it's, it, it's damaging over time, whether it be chemicals or whether it be heat. Um, over time, if you do it enough, it does damage your cuticle. So you want to stay away from that. But but that was the number one reason for black women why we didn't work out as much. Because, you know, when we would work out, you know, we got to worry about our edges. Girl. Drinking or, <laughs> you know, and, and typically, you know, we wash our hair once a week to once every twice a week. So if, you know, you're working out every day or you're working out three times a day, you know, three times a week, you got to wash your hair more. So right. that presents a problem for for us but but because many of us are going natural now it's becoming less of an issue but yes that was number one for you know black woman was our hair that's the truth because i know <laughs> girl in college i took some dance courses and classes and i signed up for a hip hop dance class I was looking, though, at the African dance class because I'm like, oh, they're going to have drummers and this and that. But I was like, my hair is going to just go. This is when before I started um, (laughs) natural styling. Well, I was natural, but I was just pressing curl all the time every two weeks. Okay, I was faithful with it. And I I just didn't take the African dance class. And um, so I took the hip hop. But. Since I got my hair done every two weeks, that the week I got my hair done, you couldn't see me dancing full out. Okay, I'm just doing a little one-two cute with it. <laughs> and then the next week, I would go yeah. full out because I knew I was going to get my hair done. So it's a real thing. And I it do like real. that people are embracing their natural hair or, you know, getting some braids or twists, locks in between time, whatever you're doing to work out. That's so sad that it, it's mainly, like you said, black women who have that struggle, but it's real. The struggle is real. I was going to ask pretty much some challenges because I feel like with Hundreds Unit that you all have been just accelerating the whole time and just going up Mm -hmm. and up and up. And have there been any challenges and how did you overcome them? One is is there's been times where we've had um, criticism. And it's it's not, not... common actually we've had less of it Mm -hmm. um because you know a lot of people ask me all the time well gosh you're dealing with a lot of women all the time like (laughs) how does that work well it works from the leadership down right however your leadership team operates however your leadership looks and the practices all of that is typically um how your company the the people that join look you're always going to have some bad apples mm-hmm. here and there, right? But it, you know, we've had we've had some occurrences that have come up where, um, you know, um, we've been challenged in in certain areas, but um, it's not enough to where it caused any stagnancy. Okay. But it's been good lessons for us. It's actually brought us closer. It's, we've actually learned some things. Um, from those um, situations, keeping organized, mm-hmm. uh, running a beast like this, order is essential. 
Oh, gosh, man, there, there's there's a lot of little things to mm-hmm. answer your question, but yeah. um, I would say what helps with a lot of those, the little challenges like staying organized, um, keeping everything up to date, making sure that we're communicating, making sure yeah. that we're marketing properly. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, pretty much it, you said it, you, you just learn from all of it. As long as you learn lessons from all of it to bring you closer, that's what matters yes. more. Yeah. And you have, and let me tell you what's number one important, if you take nothing else from what I just said, is having a team with different gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. It is important having it, but also having it tight, having it small and sweet. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have people that you can depend on, and make sure that number one, you can trust them. Right. Um, and having a team that supports you, that you can trust you, is essential to keeping um, the challenges left. And that's like with any business, okay? You know, there's like a pyramid pretty much for every business. And you have to make sure the top people, the leaders, or even in nonprofits or whatnot, the committee is <laughs> an outstanding leadership team and could get along because then they model what you're pretty much looking for or or for your mission statement for your whole organization. So that's very important. And I'm glad that you guys are still strong, holding strong and and doing your thing. And it's all trial and error. It's all trial and and error. And when, you know, when problems and difficulties, when they present itself, you address accordingly Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we, anytime we do, when you know we've addressed things, we we try as much as possible to be to do it properly mm-hmm. and to do it respectfully, and and to do it immediately. But every business has challenges, and and it's just how you approach it, how you address it that matters. Absolutely, but forget challenges, these success stories. So, I was on Instagram. <laughs> D.L. Hughley shared your video of you all uh, at the Black Boy Joy Parade, right, in Oakland? Hey! Yes. Yes. How, how did you feel with that? I saw your, your social media post because you said, like, you're not big on social media. So just to see that and to see people screenshotting it or letting you know about it, like, what was your reaction mm-hmm. to that? It spread far. D.L. Hughley, a few others shared it, I believe, too, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. So it was amazing. It was actually the footage was a short piece of um, of, uh, of 100 units uh, in the Black Joy Parade. And it was by a random um, bystander mm-hmm. that just happened to capture a small portion of us walking by. Um, and that pretty much went dang near viral. We, mm-hmm. on one of our videos itself, was half a million, pretty much half a million views that went everywhere from all over, like literally uh, throughout the country, but also other places in the world. I mean, I saw some some where there were like, they were speaking different languages about what we're wow. doing, and they got something where you can translate what's been saying, mm-hmm. what's being said. And after a while, it got overwhelming. So, you know, we were, I was na- no longer able to keep up with saying thank you to people or <laughs> giving us our information. Like after a certain amount of you, Facebook stops even notifying you. Mm-hmm. Um, the video itself got well over a million views because there were people who had extracted it from the original video that had mm-hmm. shared it on their own platforms. I mean, we were got being it. shared within 
you know, private platforms that had like well over 100,000 members. So it was something that went viral and it was just so amazing. And, you know, even Kelly Rowland had liked it and Mm -hmm. we saw all these other people who had liked it. And it was just so, um, it was encouraging to to know that because I had actually missed a vacation for that. I was actually supposed to be on a cruise, but I didn't. I didn't get enough peace to leave mm-hmm. during that. And I had actually planned to be gone doing it. But I, that, the week of, I was just like, I just can't go. I, wow. my, my cruise was paid for and everything. And I just said, I just, I can't go. I have to be here for it. And so I ended up staying. But let me tell you, the, the sacrifice was truly worth it. And I am blessed. You know, I was like, okay, God, like, first of all, if I miss my vacation, <laughs> and then we don't, and then first of all, we don't even win the competition because right. by the way, it did end up being a competition. And I'd like to also acknowledge that we won overall best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won overall best for the competition. And so with that came a 2,500 um, cash oh, prize. Congratulations. Then, thank you, girl. Yeah. Thank you. And then the video went viral, so that was very um, fulfilling for me and absolutely worth missing my vacation. Yeah. Well, like you said earlier, you know yourself. So the fact that you know yourself, you're so in tune with your spirit to the point that you're like, you know, I have to miss this cruise and go to this parade and then all of these amazing things happen. I'm pretty sure you would have been so excited for your girls if this all happened without you, but for you to be there too, it's like your baby, you know, I'm going to get my vacation now. I'm okay. Get my vacation. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. And I do we want need it. just real quick to talk about the image that was being spread around. Pretty much. It was you all in all black with afros mm-hmm. strolling yes. the streets of Oakland. So I just love that. I was like, yes, black girls rock or women rock. Cause it was, was, was it just all black women that time or was it just it was all... all black women? Okay. Because this particular parade was black, the black joy parade. Yes. And, and actually, no, it wasn't all black women. We did have a woman present who was actually of Latino descent. Mm-hmm. And I will also say that we never say that no one, even when it is a unit that celebrates a specific race mm-hmm. or holiday, um, we never say that no one else can join. But, um, you know, in celebration, because it was Black Joy Parade, right. many Black women are going to join because it's our heritage. And, right. and you know, Naturally. We, can, we know us best. So, obviously, it was mostly, it was definitely mostly Black women. And, yeah, we decided... Um, that we were going to go Black Panther, because last year we did Black Panther, but it was Black Panther, the movie Black Panther, like Wakanda Black Panther. But then this year we said, let's take another spin on it. Let's actually go Black Panther from the 60s. And, you know, you know, being they were from Oakland and, Mm -hmm. you know, Afro. I don't know that the video would have gone, to be honest, I don't know that it would have gone viral if we would have not had the Afros. I believe the Fro's, were it's a statement on its own very intentional that's you girl <laughs> very, very intentional, intentional. Uh, yes so hundreds unit in sacramento right now if anyone wants to join it's the website 100s 
unit.com, correct? Correct, yeah. And are you all going to expand? Because I'm pretty sure some other cities are watching, like, oh, how can I be a part of that? Or if they can't expand, is there a way that they could still be involved somehow, some way? We are going to expand. So what it is is it's just a matter of us planting what we call drills. Drills are what help to execute um, the choreography to our members, Got it. teach the choreography to the members. So mm-hmm. we're, we just need to be able to plant drills in different states. Got it. Well, I'm just so happy for everything that you have going on. And whenever I see you guys post your videos and stuff, I'm like, they are killing it. So I'm so Aww. happy for you. And I'm, I'm so uh, happy for your success. And I know you are still growing. It's getting better each yes. time. So you go, girl. And thanks for dropping some gems about, you know, just health, Absolutely. your mental health, your physical health. It all matters. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Uh, how can everyone follow you on social media? We're pretty much on every platform. So Hundreds Unit is the name. Um, on Facebook, it's the word spelled out Hundreds Unit. Um, like our page, uh, same thing with Instagram. Um, our website is 100sunit.com. If you Google us, either way, you'll pull us up and just make sure you like us, all of our pages, follow us. But please, if you're interested, feel free to e- email us or inbox us in any of our accounts on social media. Perfect. Vanisha, tell all the ladies I said hello, miss everyone. Absolutely. Yes, and... Thank you so much for being a guest on Go Girl. And I just want to tell you, you go girl, because you are powerful. Hey. (laughs) All right, lady. Thank you so much for your precious time. I appreciate it. Bye, everyone. Now it's time for some music motivation. Motivation. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Dang, I cannot be gangster. Anyway, that was from Ice Cube's 1992 album the predator you better check yourself before you wreck yourself because i'm bad for your help hey i know some of you know it right but check yourself before you wreck yourself you know i'm gonna flip it check yourself and you complaining about different things your job your family your finances everything and learn to be grateful and thankful for it before god removes those things So check yourself before you wreck yourself, meaning before you have no finances, no place to live, no family or friends that love you. Check yourself. Check your attitude. Check your energy. Smile. Smile when you walk into a room. Don't bring in any negative energy. Don't kill nobody else's vibe. Check yourself. Check yourself as far as checking the people around you. Who you got in your life, boo? Check their energy. See if it's rubbing off on you. Are you talking on the phone? And afterwards feel so drained, like, oh, my God, why do I feel so drained? It might be that conversation you just had with someone. Because some people will dump all their negative energy or everything that's going on bad in their life. They'll dump it onto you, and they get off the phone feeling good. You get off the phone feeling like, what just happened? Why do I? I was feeling good before I had the phone conversation. Why do I feel like this now? Check yourself. Or check yourself to make sure that that energy, you know, be a great friend or family member. Be sure to listen to whatever they're going through, but make sure that you check your own energy afterwards to make sure that none of that negativity seeped inside of your spirit and your soul. (laughs) You have to be there for your folks, but you want to make sure you're good after the process, okay? Give them some good advice, maybe something that will uplift them during a conversation 
and it'll uplift you too. Or just limit the phone conversation, limit the amount of times you talk to them, limit the time that you see them so that your energy remains just the way you like it. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. Also check yourself with the people around you because if they are draining your energy, it's going to make you be mean and negative to someone else. You don't want to be that way. You want to be happy. So don't wreck yourself or become a mean-spirited person because of someone else in your life. You got to let them go sometimes. You got to let them go. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. Now it's time to celebrate. The Teen Choice Awards aired this past weekend, and I have to give a Go Girl Woman Crush Wednesday shout-out to Ariana Grande. She won the award for her song, Thank You, Next, and shout-out to her, but also shout-out to that song. If you heard it before, you know it's about her talking to her exes and being what? Thankful and grateful for the experience she had with them because it made her who she is today in one line she says i met someone else we have better discussions i know they say i move on too fast but this one gonna last because her name is ari and i'm so good with that pretty much she met herself after you know after going through some um crazy situations you do tend to meet yourself you you have to like let it go and spend a lot of alone time with yourself to figure out who you are and to fall more in love with yourself Maybe you have nothing but God, and he is the one to bring you out of situations and help you to grow from them. So I love that song. Thank you, Next. And I just want to give her a Go Girl shout out because I feel like that song is just everything. You go, girl. Well, that wraps up this episode of Go Girl because women are powerful. Thank you so much again for subscribing. If you haven't, hit that subscribe button, all right? Share it, tell it to a friend, rate it, like it, whatever your spirit tells you to do. I want to thank my guest, Venetia James from the Hundreds Unit, for being on my show. And be sure to check them out at hundredsunit.com. Check out those ladies if you're in Sacramento or just if you want to be inspired, all right? All episodes of Go Girl are on iTunes, SoundCloud, or ashleycaprice.com. I'm out of here, but remember, I am grateful. Talk to you next time. You go, girl.